0: Hello and welcome to RAGBRAI 101, a Just Go Bike production hosted by me, aka Murph, from the Murphology podcast. This is the podcast where we explore everything you might want to know about RAGBRAI. This seven-day tour is the oldest, largest, and longest recreational bicycle touring event in the world. That's right, the world. There's no right or wrong way to do RAGBRAI. The goal is just to enjoy it. If there's something about Ragbri that you find intimidating, you're probably not alone. This podcast will explore, research, and provide you with the basics to help you enjoy your first Ragbri and hopefully many more in the future. Now a quick disclaimer, I'm not a medical professional and don't intend to make any medical claims. Seek advice from your medical professional before attempting a tour such as RAGBRAI. So if you have a RAGBRAI 101 question, call the RAGBRAI 101 hotline and leave a message. The number is 1-515-303-0385. That's 515-303-0385. Or email me at morphologypodcast at gmail.com. You guys, I drove my car for the first time post Ragbri, and I literally yelled, slowing, as I approached a stop sign. How embarrassing. So LARS, it is a real thing, folks. LARS stands for Life After Ragbri Stinks, and I am already feeling it. For most of us, we just spent a week with zero responsibilities beyond eating, biking, and sleeping. The ragbri culture is a bit hard to explain to non ragbriers. I mean, many of us used a week or more of vacation and time away from loved ones to willingly sit on a bicycle saddle for over 400 miles in 90 degree heat and humidity, and then happily stand in long lines for food, enjoy lukewarm beer, And stand in more long lines to get the chance to peel off sweaty spandex and use a tiny, hot, portable bathroom made of plastic. And then attempt to sleep in a hot, steamy tent next to hundreds of strangers who are talking too loud, snoring, and forever zipping and unzipping. Only to wake up and do it again. Why do we do it? I think a better question is, Why not? Sounds miserable to some, but to me, it is the best week of the year. Dare I say RAGBRAI is my favorite holiday? Okay, yeah, I just said it. If my family was listening right now, they would be shaking their heads. So here we are. RAGBRAI is over. Now what? First things first, open up your calendar and note when next year's RAGBRAI is, which is always the last full week of July. Okay. Okay. Now you have something to look forward to. And if you're just back from Ragbri, here are a few of my tips. First off, join the Facebook support group called Life After Ragbri Stinks. It is a fun group where we all can laugh at how hard it is to return to real life after a week of riding bikes across Iowa. Second, if you we're a tent camper, get that tent out of the bag and let it dry out. Whether that's in your driveway, backyard, or even in your living room, take the time now to put your tent up, inspect it for any damage, and give it a day or more to really, really dry out. There's nothing worse than going to grab your tent for a weekend adventure and realizing mold and mildew have taken over. Third, before washing your rag bright clothing, inspect each item for random stickers you earned while riding, and check those pockets. I would guess most of you already know this, but your spandex will last a lot longer if you air dry them after washing. Oh, and while we're on the topic of spandex, did everyone keep their booty happy? I ran into lots of fans of the podcast throughout the week, and some had some really honest and borderline too much information kind of conversations about saddle sores and issues down there. I I hope you all had the perfect combination of padded shorts, proper saddle fit, and enough anti-chafing cream. Fourth tip is to thoroughly inspect your water bottles. Run them through the dishwasher, but also take a few minutes to inspect the mouthpiece for dirt and grime that probably collected throughout your week. And if you put anything besides water in those bottles, like electrolytes or soda or whatever, you may wanna run them through the dishwasher a couple of times. And if you're finding mold in those water bottles, you may just wanna send them to the trash. Fifth tip is to sleep. You just put your body through the ringer. I jokingly refer to how I make it through the week of epic amounts of saddle time, alcohol, and junk food with limited sleep as a ragbri miracle. I wonder what a medical professional would say about that. Regardless, once you get home, you're going to be amazed at how tired you really are. Sleep when you can. Like, tell your family it's in the handbook as a post ragbri requirement. Or Put fake meetings on your calendar so you can sneak in naps, whatever it takes to help your body get prepared for real life. Final tip is to reminisce. When non-ragbriers ask you how your ragbri was, they probably won't want to sit through an hour of you showing your photos of cornfields and crowds of cyclists. So maybe find a few favorites and create an album on your phone. That way, if you find a willing victim, You won't have to fumble around to find your favorites. That album will also come in handy to help you get through your tough times like your first time having to wear real clothes, your first day back at the office, or your first time dealing with real life adult situations like having to set an alarm again. Speaking of reminiscing, there are a few people of RAGBRAI I want to highlight. First and foremost is the RAGBRAI crew. Dieter, Anne, and Andrea, along with all the people that work tirelessly to keep us safe and happy, thank you. From the crew that gets up in the middle of the night to put up the route marking signs, to the crew who stands in those hot RAGBRAI trailers helping with unending rider issues while selling RAGBRAI memorabilia all week, and everyone in between. Thank you, thank you, thank you for helping make my rag bride the best week ever. Also, thanks to the care ambulance crew who were en route with ambulances and motorcycles to handle accidents quickly. You are all my heroes. There's a few other people I want to mention. Clarence bosenberg from cedar rapids iowa his bicycle license plate said sakes alive doing rag at 95. yes clarence is 95 years old i am lucky to see clarence out and about on his bike almost every day in my hometown he's usually by himself and on his way to a neighboring town via the cedar valley nature trail I interviewed him on this very podcast back when he was a youngster at 93 years old. It's episode 131 if you want to listen. So Clarence has been logging his miles for the last 20 years or so, averaging anywhere from 20 to 100 miles on training days. And his goal was to reach 100,000 miles. I ran into him at a 2021 Rag roadside stop and he approached me to remind me that I promised to throw him a party when he reached his goal of 100,000 miles. And guess what? His goal has been accomplished. Congrats to Clarence. Man, I hope I can still ride Ragbry at 95 years old. If I am and you see me on the route, you may have to yell a bit louder so I can hear, but not too loud so that you startle me. And stay tuned if you are in the Cedar Rapids area in 2021. A party for Clarence is in the near future. Another hero you may have seen is Dean Matthias, A.K.A. Bareback. He's from the Quad Cities and part of the Quad Cities Bicycle Club. And get this—he rides a bike without a saddle. So literally, he is pedaling across Iowa without the luxury of ever getting to sit. A seatless bicycle, he calls Bareback Matthias. So that in itself is remarkable, but Dean has a mission while he's on RAGBRAI. He stops every time he sees a rider in distress. He carries a bunch of tubes and spare parts and even a full-size bicycle tire pump and helps anyone who needs it. Definitely one of the kindest men I have ever met. And speaking of helpful riders, the Air Force cycling team was also en route And they were also trained to help anyone on the side of the road with bike issues. Their bicycle jerseys say Guardian Angels of the Road. And I want to give them a huge shout out for being part of the RAGBRAI experience. I did not have any bike issues, but I saw these guys and gals in action every day. They would swarm around a rider in need. And I would guess they can change a flat faster than anyone I know. I saw a post that said by day four of RAGBRAI, the Air Force cycling team had already used 500 tubes and had run out. That is a lot of roadside stops. I guess this is a good time to add a friendly reminder to always carry a spare tube or flat kit. Even if you don't know how to change a flat, having the right equipment will allow a good Samaritan to help you. And the biggest heroes, in my opinion, are the thousands of volunteers who open their communities to us. I mean, when you hear the term Iowa nice, you can put any of these people's photo with it. These great communities shut down their streets to vehicle traffic, closed their regular businesses for the day, and worked their butts off so we could pedal through. It's really amazing to think about. And of course, I'm sure all of you have countless stories of people you met along the route, and I hope you get to share those stories. So if you've been struck by Lars, no, you are not alone. Ragbri is one heck of an event to experience, and I'm crossing my fingers and toes that your week was as fun as my week. Now go take a nap. If you have a Ragbri 101 question, Call the RAGBRAI 101 hotline and leave a message. The number is 1-515-303-0385. That's 515-303-0385. Or email me at MorphologyPodcast at gmail.com. Now get out there and go for a ride.